On this week's episode of The Pull, our heroes and their band of misfits get lost in the sauce in Gatlinburg. And we go over the latest movie news coming to you straight out of the New York City Comic Con. We will also give you our thoughts on the very special preview of The Walking Dead. John, run it! So I would probably say that the highlight of the trip for me, despite how much fun it was being with the whole group and meeting uh, friends of yours that I didn't really know, which I guess was only like Aaron, um, <laughs> funniest dude of all time. Who's the big, the biggest fucking character you'll me ever and, meet? Me and Wes legitimately on the drive home to Wes's house where I dropped him off. We just talked about Aaron and it filled the whole car ride. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's like a solid like 30 minute drive yeah that's how much good content this dude will give you but um but for me was definitely that last day where uh that smaller group of us dudes went up the mountain and uh then off the trail into that little like i don't know it looked like we were in ireland bro everything was covered in green green moss and like the great little like babbling brook like literally it was a babbling fucking brook it was it was tight i just sat there i eat those sandwiches like yeah. that was it for me dog like after that i was just like nah we can't go back to florida <laughs> yeah that shit was dope man that was the real deal right there i mean that's what you that's what you go to tennessee for you yeah. know what i mean like that was the shit like that's what i was like kind of craving the whole trip um I feel like, like all day today, I feel like I'm in a fucking episode of Lost, and I'm just like, we gotta go back, we gotta go back. Yeah, dude, like it was, it was sick, man. I think, um, I think the highlight and low light for me uh, was probably um, that. What was it? Um, Let me think. Friday night, um, where basically everyone was just blackout drunk and shit got a little weird (laughs) (laughs) and uh and so uh slightly embarrassing story but you know fuck it that's what you do um you tell embarrassing stories so like we got back to the cabin and i just remember going straight to my fucking room and just closing the door like i didn't want to hang out i just wanted to take my ass to bed dude and like i go (laughs) immediately i think i'm gonna puke of course so i go i sit on the fucking john for like 20 minutes the whole room is spinning and i'm like all right just fucking go to bed turn the lights off you'll be straight as soon as i lay down fucking room just starts spinning so immediately i'm like i'm like no back to the bathroom (laughs) fuck it so um it was it was dude it was a hell of a time man like i think i can't thank you guys enough for coming out like it was um it was it was awesome. I, I mean, um, I had a I had a great time. I think everybody had a great time. <clears throat> For those of you that listened to the last episode, despite my best efforts not to, and um, if I was a betting man, I would have lost quite a bit of money because the first person I wanted to knock out was actually Wes, which was a little <laughs> surprising. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't even know how it came to be, but this dude was about to get my breakfast and Cracker Barrel right across his face. Uh, well, I can tell you exactly <laughs> how it came to be. Like, that that whole exchange was literally nothing more than just, like, you and me hadn't slept at all up to that point. 
I literally like 20 minutes in the last like I don't know 30 hours or some shit yeah you Um, were you were just tired as hell like that's all that was and I knew as soon as it started which is why I started just being like Danny just stop dog and like you didn't like that either but like uh but I was just like I know this dude's tired and it's not that big of a deal and I think Wes realized I think Wes knew it too because Wes was just like he was going along with it obviously but at the same time like Wes knew like this dude's been driving him and John have been awake all damn night um and that's that's really all that shit was and then it was a it it was all good times though. I mean, I was I was genuinely surprised all of the dis- different personalities and and how well everybody got along. It was um, it was it was good times. Like I said, uh, one of y'all need to hurry up and fucking get married, dude, so we can. Dude, I already back. told Wes. I was like, I was like, bro. <laughs> I was like, I don't know if there's another place I could have a bachelor party now that I've had one there. Like, <laughs> that's the only spot I could have one. I'll be, I'm not anywhere close to being married that I know of, but like, it, when that day comes, <laughs> yeah, like, you. that's where it will be, is there. Um, and God knows Wes isn't close to being married. That dude even, that dude dogged himself Definitely on not. the drive home. I was talking about <laughs> girls, and he was like, nah, man. He's like, I'll just date her and break up with her two weeks later. Uh, this is this is Wes when you when you ask Wes about relationship. This is Wes. You'll be like, "Yo, dude, you still seeing that chick that you were that you were talking to like a week ago?" Nah, man, shit just didn't work out. Oh, word? Why, dude? Man, she just fucking want to like plan my days and and listen to Taylor Swift in my truck and shit. And I was just wasn't about that. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's what the fuck a relationship is, dude. Like, give and take, but. Yeah, it's definitely not happening anytime soon for him. But, but anyways, um, on to the show, John. Had some big, big shit happening over the weekend and over the week, really, since the last time we talked, right? Oh, for sure. For sure. New York Comic Con. Dude, obviously it's not nearly as big as San Diego, but a ton of shit yeah. came out. ton of shit, dude, um, which I want to get into, obviously. Um, but... Uh, first, I want to touch on some some news that came out. Uh, I'm not sure if this was actually, yeah, this did come out um, via via New York. So um, I hate to break it to you because I know you're a big fan. She's your girl. Maybe you were in love with her a little bit. Maybe you had some dreams about her. But your girl Barb from Stranger Things, they broke the news at New York Comic Con, says she's not coming back, bro. I don't know if you no heard. Way. How do you feel about Barbie, that? So, so is that a situation in which, like, they're saying, yo, Barb is dead? Well, yeah, that's basically what happened, is they said, so it was uh, it was the dude that plays the chief. Forgive me, I don't remember yeah. anybody's fucking names. You guys should know that by now. Uh, but it was the dude that plays the chief on the show and on the panel. Of course, that was like the first question they fucking asked is, what's the deal with Barb, right? Because the fucking internet loves Barb. And first thing he said was, I can assure you Barb is very much dead, uh, quote unquote. Uh, but with that being said, they also went on to say that there's going to be a lot of repercussions from the first season and they're going to be tying up a lot of knots. So, I mean, they're definitely going to explore you know, the fact that she died because it seemed yeah. like in the first season, no one gave yeah. a fuck. <laughs> but one uh, thing they have, but one thing I, they have to, she definitely not coming back. Yeah, a lot. Yeah, yeah. Um, one thing they got to explore 
is and, and uh, SNL actually made fun of this this past weekend in a pretty funny skit. Um, is where Lucas's parents are. For those of you not familiar, I can't remember character names. Lucas was the only black kid in the show. Um, and, <laughs> Fucking Rambo. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. With this Rambo bandana, and uh, you never see his parents <laughs> once. Um, and SNL did a hilarious skit where they said it was like a preview of season two where you meet his parents, and it's just like this whole play on like, you know, you can't hang out with these white kids anymore because they're talking about Demogorgons and bullshit <laughs> like that. Um, and it's, it's, it, it was pretty funny, but they do need to like, they do need to show us that this dude actually has parents in season two because I was kind of like, there were times where I was like, man, I know this kid's is not, parents aren't letting him just run off into the woods late at night by himself and shit like that. I was I was thinking that the whole time the first season, too. I'm like, where the fuck are these kids' parents at? Because I don't even think you, you see, uh, what's his name, the toothless kids' parents either, Yeah, I don't right? think, I mean, I Dustin, don't think like, you meet Dustin's parents. I, they're just like, yeah, just go fucking fight monsters with your friends and fucking do yeah. whatever the fuck you want. And then the That's one cool. kids, just be back for the dinner. one kid's mom who the kid got that went missing, like she's clearly distraught the whole time. So she does, she's not telling anybody what to do. She's right. she's trying right. to find monsters she's inside the wall shit. and read. She's fucking hanging Christmas lights <laughs> yeah. in her fucking living room Get, and writing on the walls and shit. She's on all kinds she's of acid, dude. Though. Like, um, but uh, <laughs> um, so what? What's your what? What other news you got for me that I uh, am not aware of? So. Well, I don't know if you saw this, but um, Suicide Squad. We expressed our opinions briefly on Suicide Squad. Uh, it's simple. It's not the best movie. Yeah. All right. <laughs> that also alongside, uh, I'd say, probably the rest of the DCU up to this point, in my personal opinion. Um, but Suicide Squad getting an extended cut, yes, bro. Yes, 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 I did see that. I'm so sick of this shit. Like, let me just tell you, dude, like... It, uh, are I don't I, I now I know there was a ton of fucking reshoots for this movie. Like I get that you probably got like days worth of footage. I mean, fuck, Jared Leto came out and said he shot like two days worth of Joker shit. All right, so I get it. You got extra footage. You want to make your money on the Blu-ray sales because you probably didn't do well at the box office. But I feel like this is a straight marketing ploy, dude. Like they're leaving shit out on purpose so that they can complete the story on the on the fucking blu-ray or whatever just entice people to buy it and i'm just so sick of it dude like just give me a a good cut movie from start to finish to begin with so that you don't have to go back and fucking you know add all this extra shit so that you better understand the movie i mean is that is that like too much to ask for i I mean what do you think you think this shit's just all a marketing i think a lot of people agree with that opinion it's like and and that's all over the entertainment market right now. Like it, CDs, you have the deluxe edition with two extra tracks that are never as good. Um, and then right. video games, like video games DLC. With the DLC. Like there was like, never DLC in the past. You got a full game, and that was what you got. Um, hell, dude, you don't even fucking get a full game nah, now when you buy nah. it. Like fucking look at Street Fighter, dude. They put out Street Fighter. I'm getting on a soapbox. They put this fucking shit out without a story mode, dude, without a practice mode. What the fuck kind of game yeah. is it then? Like, you don't have a story? Exactly. Like, uh, but oh. with the DVDs, with something like movies, I under, I understand it a little bit more because movies, it's notorious that scenes get cut out of movies. Since the beginning of time, that's what has happened. Um, the beginning of time. The beginning of cinema, they've had to <laughs> leave things on the cut. 
when dinosaurs filmed yeah, exactly. each other. Yeah, 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 yeah. Y'all have seen that show. Uh, not to mama, not to mama. But um, they, since the beginning of like film, they've left things on the cutting room floor. I mean, it's called the cutting room floor because you literally had to cut the film out that you weren't going to use in the movie and leave it behind. and Throw that uh, yeah. shit on the floor like your fucking um, empty peanut shells. So you know I get... I mean? I get that, um, but certainly calling something an extended cut or whatever has become a bit of a way just to get extra money out of people. Um, they did it with BVS, um, but understandably so, they cut things out. It was going to be over three hours if they did it. Um, so that I get. Uh, Suicide Squad, they went back and reshot things, and this is where Suicide Squad could be different on DVD, but I don't think it will be because I think that when they went back and re did quote unquote reshoots, it was more additions than it was reshoots. And, uh, right. I, I want to see the thing. I want to see the movie without the bullshit that W W E W W E Jesus Christ, that W B. Um, <laughs> oh yeah, brother. God, dang. um, that W B made air go back and shoot. I want to see his version if it's shorter than what we saw in theaters, fine. I want to see his version of the movie. I don't need an extended cut. I don't need an extra 13 minutes, though that might explain the Joker's burnt face, and it appears that that will possibly be in there, but it doesn't appear why his scars go away before that bullshit ending scene where he shows up and saves <laughs> Harley Quinn. That shit's fucking... Ah, anyway... Um, well, they well they said that they said that like I guess it's only supposed to add like maybe twenty plus no, minutes. Like it's not a whole no, hell of a lot. So I mean, bro. thirteen minutes. Thir thirteen, even worse. So you got Jared Leto over here fucking complaining that he like you know damn near killed himself shooting this movie or something. He's got days of footage and all this, and you add thirteen minutes to it. Like if you're gonna fucking put out an extended cut then make it worth my while, right? Or how about, to my first point, you make a fucking movie that's actually complete, man. I just, uh, it's just frustrating, dude. It's frustrating. And then on top of that, they got this fucking marketing scheme too where I don't know if you saw, but if you go on, they put out like, they created like this website for the Suicide Squad movie. And if you go on there, each week they're going to give you like the access to these like, restricted files um these argus files so i guess like it's supposed to be like this database that you're like logging into and each week they give you like a little bit more information about the joker or a little bit more information about harley Qu like i don't give a fuck about yeah. that dude like put that shit in the movie yeah, you yeah. know what i mean like come on man like you're just dragging this shit out so you can get more fucking like steam before the movie comes out in like december or whenever you're gonna release it man it's it's just insane, man. It's it's a little frustrating, but it, and it just seems and you know, fucking people are gonna go buy it. You know, it's just like they're just making money every which way they can. But fuck, they got my money. Yep. So who's who's the chump? Two pump chump. You mm -hmm, know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Inside <laughs> jokes. Hey. <laughs> so um, in other news. Uh, so Guy Ritchie apparently is supposed to be directing a live action Aladdin movie. Saw that. that big Guy Ritchie fan. Uh, sp sp yeah. I, uh, let me let me recant that statement. I used to be a really big Guy Ritchie fan, and then <laughs> a lot of people's favorite movies he's done because that's how they discovered him. Then Sherlock Holmes happened, um, mm. and 
Which one? First one, second Both. One. Uh, they have this, like... <laughs> he said both were They're, trash. Dog. I mean, I don't think they were trash. Uh, a lot and critics, I think, liked them for the most part. A lot of people liked them. Um, and I'm not saying that the movies sucked when I watched them. I'm just saying that there was an inventiveness that he had to his uh, original stories that just that he worked on with Matt. Uh, Matt, what the hell is his name? Matt Vaughn. Um, that just sort of like dissipated when he started doing all of these titles that weren't his own creation. Titles. I mean, and then he did uh, the man from UNCLE um, or Uncle for those that want to say it. And then he's, I believe the movie wasn't that bad. I didn't think that. Movie I didn't was watch that. Bad, that. I, I right. need to, but I haven't watched it. Um, and then he's directing or has finished directing now the uh, new Camelot movie like, with yeah, King yeah, Arthur Charlie Hunnam is King but... Arthur um, which I I've always been a fan of the whole Knights of the Round Table thing so I might enjoy that for different reasons but um, putting him on Aladdin to me I'm liking thus far the like one or two live action Disney remakes that I've seen um, so Purely based on the fact that it's a Disney adaptation, I think it will probably ultimately be good. But I'm just I'm just sick of watching him throw his career at these fucking movies that aren't any different than what Michael. I mean, this is very very hyperbolic, but like it's not any different than if they gave Michael Bay fucking Aladdin. You could tell me it's Michael Bay's Aladdin, and it'd probably look very similar to Guy Ritchie's Aladdin. Um, but right, right, right. I, 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 I can consider this now that I've spewed this volatile shit and compared Guy Ritchie to Michael Bay. Sorry. Um, <laughs> uh, I can't say this. His original body of work was about thieves for the most part, a bunch of scoundrels. Um, yeah. And that is who Aladdin is. He's a thief. He's a scoundrel. Um, so if he can bring that sort of charm to the movie, awesome. But this is what's going to happen with the movie is that everyone's Disney's going to get their hands in. What's that? I said Disney's going to get their hands in. It's not going to be a true thief movie. Well, yeah. You know what I mean, it's going to be. It'll, I mean, it could uh, family. Oh, it, more family oriented. It'll for sure have a little family orientation to it. But what's going to happen that is my biggest concern is, and people might put me up on like this liberal like pedestal now for saying this. The two people, at but least. yeah, but. The thing is, is that you're going to have all of these people in these Arabian Nights uh, speaking in English accents is probably what's going to happen. Um, and that's not the accent of that area of the world, um, which I don't yeah. think they ever specify where that movie took place anyway. Um, but clearly... Clearly, clearly not, America. not America, clearly not England, and I think it's going to fall victim to that, hey, if they're foreign, give them an English accent syndrome. Um, as most as most mainstream yeah, movies. I just, nowadays, at least. I just went in on this movie. I did not expect to go in on, uh, on it. Um, <laughs> A movie that we know nothing about and haven't seen. Although I did read somewhere that apparently they're, they – fully intend on eliminating all of the uh, musical aspects to it, which I find interesting because all of the live-action movies up until this point, they've included that. So um, 
I don't really know what the basis is or why they're going to do that, but uh, I think that's – I mean, we could see a totally different live-action movie than we've seen from Disney in the past, which is kind of cool. Um, and at least this one f- fucking has, like, people yeah. in it. You know what I mean? Because, I mean, they're, excuse me, they're making a live-action Lion King, and there ain't a single person Dude, in how, that movie. So I'm like – I'm thinking about <laughs> that, and I like – I love what John Favreau did with Jungle Book. Oh, he's dude. He's phenomenal, and without John Favreau, we don't have a Marvel yeah. Cinematic Universe. Um, hands down, it just. It, I mean, the dude's a phenomenal filmmaker. I think. Did we talk about this last episode? I don't know. I, he may have come continue. up, but um, but Lion King without the musical stuff is going to be very interesting to me. Uh, I, I mean, I won't divulge into it any further than that. I'm just very curious to see how John and the writers of that movie make that work without being a musical. Um, but uh, we still have Beauty and the Beast coming yeah. as well. And uh, I I kind of have a good feeling about Beauty and the Beast. Um, oh, yeah. I, as, as weird as people might think that is, that I'm sitting here on this show with another guy being like, oh, I can't wait for Beauty and the Beast <laughs> to come out. Like, I, I've just got a good feeling about it. It was always one of my fa- more liked Disney cartoons. Um and I'm sure it's still going to have the musical aspect because you can't, you can't skip the song Beauty and the Beast. Like if that song doesn't get sung, then I want a refund from the box office. Um, I'll walk that. <laughs> John's going just so he can sing Beauty and the Beast while he's sitting Dog, in his chair. You're, you're fucking right, dude. Like I'm going so that I can sing that song, maybe shed a few crocodile tears, and be like, they found true love. And then, like, a fist bump for Stockholm Syndrome and uh, and be on my way. <laughs> like, anyway, sorry, Guy Ritchie. I know oh. you listen to this podcast and I went in on you, but uh, maybe that'll motivate you to create something that's all your own, like, once again. Let's let's get out of this shit. What's the oh, next yeah. thing? Damn. Fuck. <laughs> John's going down a deep, it's dark, dizzy dark hole. and depressing. The triple D hole. <laughs> oh god alright so uh, this uh, just happened uh, a little while ago I just found it actually uh, so as of right now the working title for Jurassic World number 2 they came out with a name now that's not to say that, that, that the movie's actually gonna go to the box office with this name but as of right now it has the working title Jurassic World Ancient Futures uh, that is cheesy as fuck I don't know yeah, <laughs> that's what I was kind of thinking. I didn't know, I didn't know how to put it, but I mean, fuck it. I mean, I could go in on this as well, not in a bad, not necessarily in a well, bad way, but <laughs> I'm gonna avoid going in on something so that we don't run out of time. I'll be, I'll be 100 percent honest. I don't fucking care. I mean, it's gonna, it's gonna make a fucking boatload and a half of money. So name it fucking Jurassic World. Uh, the fucking Ball Sculptor 3000, and it's still gonna make a fuck. Shout out to Ball Sculptor 3000. So. This has been a commercial for Norelco, sponsored by Norelco 2016. <laughs> the official Ball Sculptor of all things. We are Jurassic. not endorsed, um, but we should be. <laughs> Although we might uh, be interested. So, um, so let's get let's dive into some more uh, New York Comic Con shit, though. In Hit particular, me. all right. Um, Ton of trailers yes. came out, right? Yes. Uh, we'll st- I'll kind of put them in. 
I, well, I'll just put them in the order that I wrote them down on. I'm not going to fucking bullshit you. But uh, the first one, little teaser trailer came out for War of the Planet of the Apes. Did you watch that? It was like yeah, I watched that some at the cabin like one morning. Uh, I, I'll be honest. I didn't even watch the the second Dude. one that came out. I oh saw the first. I, I know, I know. I heard it's I heard it's pretty dope. I, I'm gonna watch it. I, I'll probably watch it before this one comes out. But uh, I love the first one with uh, with old boy um, Stony Baloney. James Franco. Uh, what's his name? James Franco. That's Stoney my dude. Stony right Baloney. Um, <laughs> uh, I mean, what what? It obviously it doesn't give a whole hell of no. a lot of information here. Not really much to go on. But I mean, did you like the second dude, one? Dude, the think, second uh, one. The old... second one, dude. And I've only seen it once, which is what blows my mind. It's like seven dollars on Blu-ray now. I'll probably go buy it tomorrow now that I'm stoked on it. But um, <laughs> the second one. Was and this was a review that somebody posted, and I com- I full heartedly agree. The second one, even though we're only two movies into it, and the third one's on the way, um, was the Empire Strikes Back of fucking Planet of the Apes. Like, like you you see the first movie, and you're like, man, everything from this movie, from the story to the acting to the CGI, is phenomenal. It's just great. Um, Andy Serkis, right. anytime he touches some mocap, it's fire. Um, but <laughs> dude lives dude, in a mocap. Oh, I know, and I appreciate him so much for it. He needs an Oscar. But um, the second movie, now that Caesar's talking and stuff, um, in broken sentences, but he's speaking and he's much more aware of his surroundings and how to lead his uh, his fellow primates. Um, it it's just it's got it's so epic. It's got a it's got a battle scene in it, dog. It's got it's. Like not like a war scene, which is probably more the impetus for this third movie, but it's got like the equivalent of a lightsaber battle in it, and like that that in and of itself was worth the admission alone. Like I'm watching this shit, just like this is Star Wars in Planet of the Apes form, and it's fucking brilliant and it's beautiful. Um, like the mocap for that movie was amazing. Um, the only thing that surpasses it is still to this day is, uh, is Avatar. Um, and, uh, it's good. So the third one I'm looking for some high praise, I, I, dude. And the, the third one I'm looking forward to it. Obviously now Caesar's speaking in more, uh, well put together sentences, which was kind of what you're seeing in that little teaser trailer. Um, and, right, right. Telling him war is yeah. on the horizon. Like shit's about yeah. to go and down. And he's more angry now. And, uh. So the only thing I'm curious to see is who his human friend is going to be because that's something that they maintain throughout the second one as well is that Caesar still understands that he owes a certain amount of uh, his life to humans and he understands that not all humans are bad, which is a a big commentary. Uh, But um, now that we're going into the third movie and there's a war on its way, clearly the war is going to be between the apes and the humans. Um... So to what extent does he still connect with humans and uh, what humans is he going to connect to? Because Jason Clark, I believe, was the name of the actor, the guy from uh, Zero Dark Thirty, um, was the lead actor in the second one, James Franco's character. I'll take your word yeah. for it. I don't – I mean, yeah. I can't – I got trouble remembering my own yeah. family members' names. Um, different line this isn't, I this see is, one movie <laughs> This isn't a huge spoiler. James Franco's character ended up catching that disease and dying. Um, and uh, so that's why they had didn't have him, rather, in the second movie. Uh, 
So the third movie, I'm excited. Obviously, we didn't see anything, so I can't say it looks good or that it looks bad. I'm just looking forward to it. Word. Word. That was a lot of words for fucking... Uh, that's my, that's my job, trailer, though, dude. That's my job. <laughs> Talk too much. Uh... Now I know. Um, actually, I don't even think this. Yeah, this this didn't even come out in Comic Con, so we'll jump out real quick. It came out like a day or two before, and uh, put up a quick post about it. But that Pirates trailer, I'll be honest, dude. When the Pirates trailer came out, if you had said, "Yo, there's a new Pirates trailer out," I, first words out of my mouth would have been what number are they on now? Like, I don't even, I couldn't even tell you because I don't know if I've seen the last yeah. one, the last two. I'm just, it. it's all a blur at this point. But honestly, this shit right here, dude, this shit got me kind of intrigued, dude. Like, it looked, it looked really good. I was, I was genuinely surprised. And, um, it, it was, it looked dark. It looked a little more gritty. Um, uh, surprisingly enough, you don't, well, not not actually surprising, but you don't see Johnny Depp at all. Um, maybe that's because he's uh, having some outside issues right now. Uh, maybe Disney doesn't want to necessarily plaster his face everywhere. Um, but it it looks it looks good, man. Like it looked really dark. Um, and of course, they got a new a new bad yeah. guy as they typically do in each movie. What'd you think of it, man? What'd you um, what'd you what's your? I'm gonna opinion? keep this one much shorter for everybody. Um, the fourth Pirates was uh, the most forgettable of the series, but still didn't make it bad. Um, I'm a huge fan of the original trilogy, and I think that having Javier Bardem in as the bad guy really brings us full circle back to the tone of the first movie, Dead Man's... Wait, this one's Dead Man's Tale. I don't remember. The first one... <laughs> my point yeah. exactly yeah, I right forget the there. titles which is really less important but oh Curse of the Black Pearl was the first one um, so it brings us back all the way to that one in tone um, because that one was all about some zombie pirates and this looks to be kind of about some zombie pirates again so that might be a connecting point um, and I am very much looking forward to it like I said Javier Bardem that's all I really needed to hear in the first place well, some some uh, something I was reading on the in the depths of the internet when I was um, like the depths. See what I did yes. there? Yeah, pirates. So uh, something uh, something I was reading somewhere, uh, and I don't even remember the exact context, but I I, I vaguely remember watching one of the movies. Uh, it was whatever the last one Orlando Bloom was in. Was he only in the first one, or was he in the second he was one in too? One through three. Oh yeah, see. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about right there. <laughs> uh, so the I forgive me, but he had to like stay on the ship, right? And and he became like a bad guy of some sort. Um, he was like he had to take on the curse and had to like stay on the ship for like ten years or something like that. Um, you definitely need. Plot's you, kind of you definitely together. need to go back and watch the movies. Definitely. <laughs> anyways, uh, well, well, we'll just fucking move on. But anyways, <laughs> I, from what I understand, this movie comes out. This movie comes out directly ten years after that movie, and so I guess the premise is possibly this this kid that we see in jail might be somehow related to him in some form or fashion. Um, 
so that'd be a cool little tie-in to maybe bring Orlando Bloom back, or at least maybe his kin. Oh. Some shit that's got to do oh, with Orlando wow. Bloom. So 2017, the last one was 2007. It is 10 years later. That blows my mind. Oh, man. The motherfucker that doesn't know anything about pirates just schooled you, I dog. Just, dude, you're talking about the date <laughs> it was released. Blowing minds. We're blowing minds here. Uh, anyways, it looks it looks fucking good. I'll, I'll maybe, maybe we'll marathon him. Uh, maybe if you're down, that we'll marathon him. And uh, <clears throat> see what that's like. Um but uh, moving on, so John Wick, I'll be honest, uh, the second trailer, it looked kind of, or trailer for the second one, excuse me, kind of fucking cheesy, dude. Like, uh, I didn't watch the first one. This fucking um, guy. Which seem, it seems to be a common trend here. Dear God. <laughs> uh, um, no, but... I, from what I understand, the first one was pretty damn good, and I remember it looking pretty dark and and, and somewhat gritty. And this one just looked kind of nah. cheesy, dude. Especially oh, the um, especially like the title itself. It just looked oh, kind of whack. Man. I don't know. Maybe oh I'm... man. <laughs> oh god. Um. Yeah. So I take it you like so this trailer because to me it just looked like another the... bland. Uh, Keanu Reeves action the first movie, one, Here's the reasons the I'm second wrong. trailer were good. And first of all, I have to relate it back to... I'm moving really close to the microphone for no reason. Um, I have to relate it back to the first movie. The first movie was your ultimate like country song type movie. My wife's gone. My dog's dead. Like, I, I My whole life sucks. <laughs> but because this guy's whole life sucked, he said, you know what? Fuck the people that made my life suck. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go show them that they fuck with the wrong guy, even though I'm retired. And just kill. Yeah. So he goes and he does that. Um, now, connecting to what makes the second movie awesome, and you need you need above anything else we have talked about so far, above pirates and marathoning them and all that shit. You need to see John Wick number <laughs> one. Um, the thing that's going to make the second one awesome and why I appreciated the trailers, first of all, there was a lot of humor in the first movie. You didn't see it in the trailers, but the second trailer is for people that have seen the first movie. So you already know that there's a good amount of humor in it. Um, and it's a darker humor. It's a lot. There's a lot of people dying, obviously. Um, and what makes this movie cool is that for those that don't know, uh, Keanu Reeves in real life is like an expert martial artist. And on top of that, is he really? No uh, shit. And on top of that, he is an <laughs> expert with firearms, uh, semi-automatics, automatics, pistols, shotguns, rifles, you name that shit. He can use it. Um, there's videos on the internet to prove it. Um, so what makes it cool is you're watching a dude and thinking, damn, John Wick's a badass, but Fucking Keanu Reeves could do all that shit for real and and not break a sweat. Whereas if you're watching the shit like uh, what's the Liam Neeson one that everybody fucking taken? Uh, taken. Liam Neeson. Taken. That I love you, Liam Neeson. You're Qui Gon Jinn. You are the redeeming factor of Phantom Menace, <laughs> hands down. You and Darth Maul were what saved that movie. Um, I wouldn't say saved. I mean, I mean. Uh, polished the, the turd. I mean, possibly. yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like they made they made it to where there was at least someone in the movie to like. Um, but Taken is three movies of the same shit over and over again. And realistically, <laughs> Liam Neeson's old ass ain't doing none of that shit. Like 
Liam Neeson in Schindler's List wasn't going to do none of that shit, and he was 20 years younger. It, he's not doing that shit in Taken. So I, I just watched those movies with a huge grain of salt, like a giant rock salt, like for deer. Like that's how big a grain of salt I had to take those <laughs> movies with. And like, and I was still was just like, nah, I can't buy it. Um, though I did buy The Gray, where he fights wolves. I don't know why. That movie's just kind of cool. But, um, but yeah, John Wick to me, the second trailer, that gave me what I needed. I just wanted to see more of the same. Like, usually I want to see people do something different, but this looks like more of the same. They made some jokes that related back to the first movie, um, which you would know nothing about. Um, Clueless. And, uh, I'm looking forward to it. So, that's... Well, I mean, here I am. Think you fucking learn something new every day. Here I am thinking fucking Keanu Reeves is just this like retired replacement football player, uh, uh, stoner guy. I, I didn't fucking know he's like this martial arts fucking gun expert and shit. I mean, that's kind of tight. Oh, you didn't know for real? I thought you were being of, sarcastic. Still look kind of not. Oh no, real. that dude. That dude <laughs> is like. A, uh, still looks. What is it? He's like he. I think I believe he knows a ton of Krav Maga, which is just a self-defense type martial art. It's not like widely considered to be super serious. Um, and, uh, what's the other one? I, I think Taekwondo it might be, I could be wrong, but I think it's Taekwondo, but he's a master at them respectively. And then, yeah, I believe he's a part of the three gun army, which is something you could look up and see him doing. It's basically use a pistol, um, a rifle and a shotgun on a course that's like those shoot don't shoot type courses um where somebody pops up and you have to decide if you can shoot that thing or don't shoot that thing like men in black um and, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> that's like the, that's a fucking reference <laughs> not like police training not like terrorist training no men in Dumb. black dog Dumb, that's important okay. aliens pop up or am they I are the first line up? of def- i think actually if you youtube keanu reeves right now you will see cardboard aliens popping up cardboard dude MIB you might agents. first line of defense <laughs> of the worst scum against the universe or something like that yeah. i don't know <laughs> I'll take your. I'll but take yeah, your look that shit. Uh, sticking with sticking with um, fucking martial arts though. Uh, well, we got two trailers that have to deal with martial arts. Um, first one, first one we'll go. We'll discuss because uh, is a well. I'm looking forward to to it the most, so that's why we're going to talk about it. Um, Iron Fist, Iron Fist, dude. <clears throat> this trailer, fucking sick. I'll be the first one to tell you. I don't know the first goddamn thing about Iron <laughs> Fist, all right? I know he's got a fucking Iron Fist, and he punches people with it, all Wait, right? does he legitimately have that an shit Iron looks Fist, dope, or is that just his name? No, 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 no. It's, it's like, far more mythical than that. Like, uh, I guess he's not supposed to be a white dude, but in the show, he's a white dude. He goes over to some I think he's- country, gets some type of mythical training, and uh, he can punch people to fucking death with, like, one punch. I think punch. he's white in the comic books, uh, too. I don't I'm looking so. it up. You keep, you well, maybe keep I'm going, wrong. How the, how the fuck do I know? Um, I just told you I don't know the first thing about him. I don't even know what color he is, all right? Um, but this shit looks fucking tight, dude. Honestly, hands down, and I told you this uh, on the trip, all I want from this fucking show is just a fucking straight-up kung fu television show that's it like daredevil kind of touched on that a little bit for me but daredevil didn't have the mythical aspect to it right like this is just straight up 
you know, and it's going to be post Doctor Strange. So Doctor Strange is going to you know, fucking toss us in, you know, neck deep into this fucking mythical world that is Marvel now. And so they're going to, the sandbox is going to be wide open, dude. They're going to be able to do whatever the fuck they want. So I just want this dude fucking possessed by some crazy shit or whatever the fuck and just start punching everybody to death, man. And I'm, I'm pretty stoked on dude's, it. It, it looks fucking tight. punching everybody to I'll death, tell you, dog. I want to show where you got this guy in a yellow mask with a dragon on his chest walking down the street just punching fools. He's punching bootleggers, well, punching here's dudes the, selling here, DVDs. Like, oh, it's Luke Cage. Let no, me punch no, no, Luke no, no, Cage. Please, please, please bring back the fucking dude with the bootleg DVDs. Don't punch that dude. You can punch everybody else, but that dude is my favorite. Save every, save Cage, that dude. Leave Kill everybody that else dude. in New York City with an iron fist. Punch, punch, punch. <laughs> Hey, dog, I got that grade A1 footage hey, of, the, the, of the incident, dog. You trying to get in quack. that? <laughs> like, give me that guy, dude. Uh, but I'll tell you the one thing that I did not like and I'm not looking forward to. I'm really hoping that whack-ass tattoo they put on his chest is, like, the last episode and he wears a T-shirt the most of the time, dude. Like, I get the fact that Iron Fist has that tattoo on his chest for real, but... Coming from somebody that's covered in tattoos, when you see a fake tattoo on television or movies, you're just like, oh, fuck, dude. That shit don't even look real. This dude got magic marker on his chest. I wonder how many times I had to reshoot this shit because this shit just started sweating off. Like, it just doesn't look good to me. It looks it looks kind of thin. It looks kind of ugly. I, well, I don't know. I, it, it didn't do it for me. But it looks – but other than that, the show itself looks well, fucking tight, dude. And I like that actor, the fucking Game of Thrones kid. He's pretty He's pretty. Iron dope, Fist so. doesn't run around fighting with his shirt off most of the time, number one. It doesn't look like um, – I hope not. He's, I, well, I mean, in the, I know in the comics he's got this fucking yellow bandana and no shirt. Well, no, it, mean, so in the comics nah. he's got, there's an incarnation of the uniform in which he's got this thing that's more like a jacket. And then in the middle you see his chest and his 42-pack ribs. Um <laughs> but there's also an incarnation that looks much more uh, street savvy, something like the original uh, Daredevil costume in which it's like a long sleeve shirt that has like race stripes down the sleeves and then some gloves, a uh, mask. Like yellow and yeah, green. Yeah, it's yellow and green. Right? Um, yeah, yeah. And then he's got a yellow dragon on the chest. So like that. I'm curious – what I want to see, too, is, and obviously we talked about this last time, how we want to see more main characters cross over from these shows, but I'm really fucking hoping they bring in Luke Cage to the shit because they, like, they got to become, like, best friends at some point, right? I mean, they're fucking, like, they're, like, homies in the comics from what I understand. I mean, they had, like, their own, like, series together, like Power Man and Iron Fist. So I'm think, I mean, they got to become friends at some point. I mean... Why not yeah. now? You know, like why did they? Ha- why do we have to wait for all these fucking people to meet during the Defenders? Like, give, just start throwing in the yeah. shit now, dude. Like, I don't know, uh, and, whatever, dude. Maybe they don't have the fucking budget or something, which I know is. Bullshit. And Sigourney Weaver's the bad guy in or bad woman, I guess. Yeah, yeah, that just got announced. That's pretty tight. They they haven't said what she yeah. is, but um, I mean. Oh, she's fucking Sigourney Weaver, so she's. I hope she's a super villain. I hope she's a super villain. Like I said in the last podcast, well, the, sick of these motherfucking villains that don't have any powers. Well, that's the thing, dude. Is like the, now, now we're starting to get into fucking way more deep into mythical type shit, dude. Like it's no longer just a blind man that can kick ass. Like this dude's got a motherfucking iron fist, so you better give him something that can 
you know, take a punch. Like somebody that's also super fucking strong or something. I I, I don't know. Like I said, I'm looking forward to it. I'm lo- I'm really looking forward to how they're going to tie all this shit in um, and, you know, how it's all going to lead to the defenders. Because I'm thinking now that this is the last one, the cliffhanger at the end's got to, like, be a direct tie into the defenders, yeah. I think. But um, it's, you know, yet to be seen, but we'll see. What I did see, though, staying on the martial arts tip, Power Rangers trailer, dog. Dun, dun, I grew dun, up on this shit. Dun, dun. I, now, by... By I grew up on this shit. All I all I really fucking remember is the plastic toys that I had. I don't remember much from the fucking Damn, show. Uh, I mean, I remember I remember Zordon, the fucking little robot guy. Alpha with the, like, Five, bro. With the fucking Alpha Five. Mortal Kombat, um, you know, lightning guy looking hat or whatever the fuck. I, 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 <laughs> um, uh, I mean, it looked it looked fucking sick though, dude. Like I was. This is another trailer that I went into it thinking, all right, this is going to be fucking whack. Everything bad I ever said leading up to this movie, totally take it back. This movie looks fucking great. It looks like it's got some heart. It looks like it's got some fucking badass action sequences, potentially. Um, and these these kids that they got, man, they look like they can fucking act. Like, uh, what'd you think of uh, it? Shout out to the Blue Ranger, the black kid, just for those of you that are confused about the roles in this movie. <laughs> the black kid is no longer the Black Ranger. Um, kind of disappointed will, in that. You let me down, Hollywood. I thought racism was still alive, but apparently damn. not. They forgot that the pole was nothing but racist um, dudes, but that's cool. The He is playing Billy, and uh, he is from Duval. So... Shout out to that dude. Oh, yeah, word? He's a Duval kid. Duval. Yeah, shout out to him. Um, <laughs> so, uh, very much looking forward to it. I remember a decent amount of the original series. Um, they weren't aliens and they didn't have super strength. Um, but uh, I like that new twist. It's a nice way to update the tale for us. Um wasn't there some type of? Wasn't there a series though where they had powers outside of their suit, or it's just fucking somewhere down the line, maybe? But you're talking to a dude that legit only watched Mighty Morphin. After Mighty Morphin, I didn't watch anything. Like, OG shit, and that's yeah. it. Um, I don't want any of that other then, shit. Um, that's that's cool. uh, Rita Repulsa uh, looks vastly different in this, um, and the she the thing good, is is oh dear God. Um, the the thing is is that uh the original show the a lot of the bad guy moments were moments from a Japanese or Chinese. I can't remember. Maybe you could throw that at me while I'm talking, but um show that uh they took that footage from the fight scenes and things like that and then threw in American actors in the scenes where they were out of costume. Um so Rita Repulsa wasn't even speaking English. If you go back and watch it, you'll realize her mouth is not moving to the American words at all. Um, so oh. this is a definitely a different take on that. The costume's different. Her costume is green, which a lot of people have already connected to the fact that she creates the Green Ranger, um, which she also kind of may or may not have touched on by saying that she has killed Rangers in the past. Um and the idea being that perhaps the Green Ranger will be a resurrected Ranger that she had formerly killed that she brings back to fight the current Rangers. Um, obviously, though, Tommy becomes good. Um, if that moment is in this film, 
I don't care if the rest of the movie sucks balls and is the Fantastic Four <laughs> of the Power Rangers universe. Um, I will I will give it a pat on the back for that alone. The thing is, though, is like all of the Power Rangers series, like they're not good. They're all cheesy as hell. Um, like <laughs> the acting and dialogue is generally across the board pretty awful. Um, the martial arts they did start like making that more native to the country in which it's shown. So they're not so much borrowing from overseas anymore um, for that footage. But um, so it gives it a Japan. It was Japan. Japan. So it gives it a better it gives it a better look now that they're able to make that product here and not use it two years after it was already created. But um, I, going into this movie, if it's cheesy as hell. And even though they intend it to be a little more serious, even if it's cheesy, it still falls right in line with what the Power Rangers was before. So I can't really be mad at it. So like, it could suck. It could suck. And I could still say, you know what? Like, it's it is what it is. It's fucking Power Rangers. Like, (laughs) Power Rangers. Yeah, there's things you like despite the fact that they just suck. And the Power Rangers has been one of them. And just. Well, I don't. I don't know. I don't know that that's going to be the case on this one, though. I mean, honestly, like I, I, th- I thought preemptively before seeing this trailer that this movie was going to suck because of that fan-made film that came out that was like super dark, super gritty. It looked badass, and so that's what you know. That's what people were going to have in their head. That's what I had in my head, and so that's what I was expecting. That's what everybody's going to go into this wanting, and. It, this trailer felt like it had parts of that. It was like, all right, that's what you want, then here's what you're going to get, yeah. right? But here's what you're going to get on a higher budget with better actors, with some heart and some better writing behind it. And and it it looked legit. Uh, now, the only thing that kind of concerns me a little bit is like the accident or whatever it is that's ha- that happens to them in this trailer, how they get their initial powers. It kind of gave me the vibe of, of uh, the newest Fantastic Four movie, was which was... You know, obviously, like the worst movie of all time, possibly. I don't know, uh, or at least critically acclaimed, the worst movie of all time. Um, it, it just it looks similar. Not to say that you know the acting or the writing was 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 similar because you really don't see much of it. But just how it actually happens, kind of visually, looked looked very similar. But but regardless, I'm kind of stoked on it, and that's coming from a dude that, like I said, doesn't remember the first thing about Power Rangers other than you know just flashes of dudes. Uh, karate chopping and kicking and you know playing with the fucking figures in my room when I was like three or four years old or whatever so um, pretty stoked it, lo- it looks sweet it looks sweet hats off to them I'm kind of excited maybe I'll go back and watch some old cheesy Power Rangers yeah, stuff I, I, I think uh, I think it'll be good as well um, right now I don't know how the, Rita plans on subbing giant monsters because they have already released the posters with like small parts of their Megazord or par- small parts of their Zord showing right. Um, so, I mean, that's the cool thing about Power Rangers, though. We're going to get a kung fu movie. We're going to get a movie about, uh, some troubled kids. But you know what it looked like? It looked like a gritty breakfast club in which the kids get powers, um, to go, yeah. to go yeah, fight yeah, yeah, evil. 100% agree. Um, so you get, like, I was, I was, yo, sorry, I was ahead. just, I was just going to wrap that up and say, so you get that martial arts movie and then you get fucking a movie where giant robots fight giant monsters and that's. That's crazy. Right. It's fun. 
I was uh I was really hoping we'd see at least a glimpse of Brian Cranston, uh Heisenberg himself, but you know, not quite yet. I think they're that's a card they're holding close to their, their chest because they know that's gonna be a big uh, you know, crowd draw yeah. for a lot of people. Myself included. Like if you know, like you know, if the, let's say this trailer came out and it was just mediocre and Brian Cranston wasn't in this movie, I'm not going to see it. But the fact that it did come out, it looks good, pretty do, pretty good, and he is in it. Yeah, yeah. I'm sold. You got my I money, mean, hands down. I, so. I hope. I'm hoping um, that they throw a black hat on him and call him Zordonberg, and that's the end of it. <laughs> Be pretty sick. Uh, one trailer that came out, but it didn't really come out. It's supposed to come out this week. Might have leaked a little early last week if you you know search the internet enough uh something i know you're personally super stoked on you've been talking about hyping this shit up for like uh, shit at least the last year dark tower Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um so dark tower trailer leaked um straight from nyc um it wasn't supposed to come out a lot of the footage within it is clearly not finished a lot of the green green screen and fx are not finished which you know obviously takes away a little bit from it and the and the shitty uh you know quality of the video itself takes away a little bit from it but uh, the writing's there um it's definitely a cut of the trailer like it it's clearly in the sequence that the trailer is going to release in at least that's the vibe that i got from it um it's just not finished yeah. yet that's all it, you know the, the the special effects aren't there but um overall dude fuck like i'm i'm about to i'm about to dive into a deep dark world of, of it the looks dark dope, tower right? dude, it looks... and, and start reading this fucking it... book dude like this shit yeah Woo, it's, it's man, an interesting like... world bro um, yeah, uh, fucking Matthew McConaughey looks like he's gonna kill it. Um, he's he's what, what's his character's name? The Man in Black or the, the uh, dark? He, what's his name? He in this particular series is referred to as the Man in Black. Yes, the he's, Man in Black. And then uh, and then um, what's his name? Uh, Idris Elba. Uh, 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 all Idris Elba. He looks he looks yeah. like he f- just kills it in this mm-hmm. role, dude. I mean, he kills most things yeah. he does. Apparently, so. um, I uh, read. Um, Idris doesn't actually have a lot of dialogue in the movie, which uh, isn't uh, too far a stretch from his character in the first novel, anyway. Um, apparently, they're pulling a little from all seven novels in this. I did notice in the trailer, one of the finished effects scenes that they did show was probably a dream sequence of the tower. Um, you So you do see the tower itself. Um yeah, which I yeah. thought was very quick, but if it's a dream sequence, then it makes sense anyway. Um, something that they did have finished as well that I was actually disappointed that they did this. Um, in the Dark Tower series, doors are very important. Um, there is the third book called The Drawing of the Three. Um the cover art has always been throughout the different iterations of the covers has always been um, a series of three doors and the doors are so prominent because it's their way to get from one world to another in different times in any given world because um, they don't just travel interdimensional they time travel as well there's a lot of there's crazy shit that goes on in this um, and Word. they made it when Jake the boy's character's name they made Jake more or less walk through a portal more than an actual door. And I know a door is so simple and I know it seems like such a weird thing to be mad about, but I, I grew (laughs) up reading these books in which he opens up a door and 
he's in a different time or place. Um, so for them to make a big fancy portal um, just seems a little seems a little superfluous to me because um, I always liked the charm of having a door. Um, it goes to those old magic tricks where people like the magician walks to the door and he disappears and they open it up and stick their head through one side and back to the other and he's gone. Um, it, it just, it's, I don't know. I, it, some, some tells me when you see this movie though, you're, you'll, you'll, oh, no, I, I'll get over it for sure. I mean, dope, dude, like it's, it's got, I, I'm more excited for McConaughey as the man in black than I am Idris as Roland. And it's not because I'm upset that Roland is being played by Idris. Idris is one of my favorite actors. So I got over that pretty quick, but, um, right, right, I, right. I uh, I did wish that they had not even shown a comic con trailer until they finished some of the CGI. I thought that was kind of weird. Um, well, I think, I think the one that they showed to maybe the people, um, was finished or I don't even know that it actually was, uh, showed to people. I know. So basically what happened was there was some website overseas that leaked it on like their video channel somehow on like YouTube, I think maybe even. And, um, yeah, obviously it wasn't supposed to be out yet, but I don't know that they actually even showed it at Comic Con yeah. yet. Um, but I could be wrong, or it's either they didn't show it at all, or and it just leaked on that website, or they showed it and it was the finished version, and then this you know company thought it was okay to release the unfinished version or some shit. I don't know what the fuck they were thinking, but regardless, we got something and it looks dope, and you know hopefully uh, rumor is that the the finished product will be out later this week or potentially next cool. week so that's you know something to look cool, forward definitely. to so pretty excited about that so all right all right all right um the last thing i want to touch on um fucking walking dead teaser came out dude this shit right here this shit had my dick so hard i'm pretty sure I could have killed one of those fuckers in that scene with it. Like, I mean, Jesus, dude, I've been, I've been, I've been waiting on this. I've been waiting on fucking Negan to really come to life, dude. All, and all hail Jeffrey Dean Morgan. All hail Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Dude, Bow down. The guy, the guy, just absolutely, figuratively and literally in this scene kills it. Like, I mean. And it, here's the here's the, my takeaway from from the trailer itself though. Like to break it down, if you haven't seen it, go fucking watch it. But it's basically it's the aftermath of Negan killing whoever it is that he kills, and I'll touch on that here in a minute. But um, and you see him talking with Rick, and it, the it, the way that the trailer is cut, it seemed odd to me because it's super close yeah. up on both Rick's face and the back of Rick's head, which from just like a frame perspective, it looked weird. It looked like it wasn't actually, that's not actually the way that we'll see it when the, um, when the scene plays out on television, it looked like maybe they um, only were showing you part of the scene itself because maybe in the background, you'd be able to tell who it was that he actually killed. That's just my takeaway from it. Um, but there was some serious dialogue and maybe even potentially some hints at, who it was? Oh, I think killed. he. I think that um, outright gave away who he killed. I, I already knew, but uh, well, I, I I don't know, man. I don't know. But what I, I tell you, what I fucking loved was Rick's line. So that it it opens up. Rick's got some blood splattered across his face from whoever's brains just got smashed, and he tells him, 
I'm going to kill you. Might not be tomorrow, but I'm going to kill you. And that line right there, word for word, ripped straight out of the fucking comic book, dude. And coming from a walking deadhead, like, that shit was so, his delivery, everything about it, I was like, fuck yeah, man. I've been fucking waiting on this, dude. Like, it got me so fucking hyped. Um, But then, you know, he goes on, Negan goes on to give this monologue of, um, you know, uh, everybody needs a right-hand man. Um, you know, maybe I just killed yours. Um, and basically you see how the, how the trailer ends. And I'm giving a very brief synopsis cause I want you to go watch it. But how the trailer ends is he ends up grabbing, um, uh, he takes Rick's hatchet that he's, you know, carried for so long now he grabs Rick and he takes him back into his trailer. And so you, th- and then the camera pans and you see brains and guts and everything Teeth. across the oh, ground. Oh man, that's, that's brutal. It teeth yeah um one interesting thing that uh the internet found out was if you pause it on that frame if you look to the far right it looks as if um it doesn't look as if i mean it, it it's fucking pretty spot on looks like the ring that glenn gave maggie uh in the previous episodes uh, so it looks like the actual engagement ring if you pause it and look all the way to the right hand side in that frame um clear as day looks like the ring now that's not to say that it's maggie herself or it's glenn himself i mean hell it could be both of them it could be somebody else that maybe maggie gave the ring to beforehand or whatever i don't know but it it does look clearly like an engagement ring um which i thought was pretty cool uh or interesting i should say now my theory personally i think he killed more than one person in here um, I don't know how you felt about it, but I, I don't think it's as straightforward as, yeah, we just killed Glenn off or, yeah, we just killed Maggie. I'm pretty damn sure he killed at least two people. I mean, how do you feel um, about it? What do you think? I did not get the vibe that he killed two people because of his choice of words. Um, because he said uh, he had that line about he always felt like having a second man hand was important and he was like, um, so who is yours? And then he goes, oh, wait, did I just... And like that whole thing, I'm not going to spoil everything he says because there's a nice three-minute, you know, fucking scene. But... Um, well, and not to cut you off, and I, I was thinking that too, but it was that next line where you said something to the effect of um, um, maybe it's one of these people that are still here. These people... That right there, and I I realize he's referring to the fact that there's multiple people that are still there, but to me, it just sounded as if uh, maybe he killed more than one, and now there's X amount of people left. I I think... Um, I mean, I could be totally wrong. My opinion, and again, we're we're both just going off of opinion right now, but I I feel like he was saying, alluding to the fact that, like, you know, if one of them moves while he's in there, quote-unquote, talking to Rick, um, then kill them. Um, was was yeah. the idea that I got. Um, now, here's what I think is going to... And this is something that's supposed to happen a long time ago, so it's not too much of a spoiler. And, uh, you know, worst things have happened in the show, so I don't feel bad saying it. But I think Rick's about to lose his hand in this scene. Well, yeah, and that's that was the next thing I was... Um you know, going to touch on is obviously he's giving this monologue about right hand man to right hand, blah, 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 blah. Um, and obviously Rick loses a hand in the comics. Forgive me if I'm wrong, but I believe it's his right hand. And when he takes, he drags him to the trailer with the hatchet. Now that could also just be some great, a, you know, 
uh, trailer cutting and um you know he might not actually lose a hand maybe that's what you're led to believe right because fans of the comic are immediately going to think that um but it i mean it damn sure looked yeah. like it right i mean um, they're definitely going to sell a majority of people on that um i just th- what i think uh, and and there's some th- interesting theories that I was reading online um, that I'd highly recommend people to go get lost for a little bit and read it. Um, but I- if you go back and you watch that scene, um, it's not it's not clear because they they do um, jumble up from time to time who's kneeling where, and they never give you a full um, you know picture of where everybody's located at. But they be- it's they believe that Abraham was somewhere to the right of Rick and. Um, Rick had the blood splattered from his right to his left across his face, so it could possibly be Abraham too. I think Abraham is long overdue to be dead. I mean, this motherfucker, it, it, this, this, his plot line started getting a little weird um, with who he's with, who he's not with, how he wanted to live, how he didn't want to live. I think he's he's overdue to be to be capped somehow. Um, but I, I, more interesting though, and this is a point that's been brought up in the past, is. Daryl Dixon isn't actually in the comics at all, right? And in the comics, th- the role that kind of Daryl plays uh, in the show, at least, is more taken on by Jesus in the comics. And now that Jesus is actually a lot is around in the show, now that that character has been introduced, a lot of people have been left to wonder, oh, what what role does Daryl have now? You know, because Daryl was his right-hand man all this time, and now Jesus is here. And so a lot of the key plot points that are coming that come up throughout the book going forward, um, you know, that would that would be Jesus's role. So, and obviously the show has you know gone in left field in terms of the comics in a lot of ways. But you know, just like people lost their mind with Jon Snow, um, you know, people judge. Uh, and I was just talking with the guy at work at this, but people judge what actors do in their off season uh, as like the spoken word of what actually happened on the show. And what I mean by that is, you know, like Daryl uh, Norman Reedus went and got another show. He started shaving, cut his hair. Um, and so a lot of people are like, oh, well, he's dead. Right. Like he's immediately gone. And they did the same thing with Jon Snow, for example, um, and and Kit Harrington and how he left. And, you know, but and so who's to say it, it could and this is all speculation, but I, I think it could very well be Daryl, too. I mean, who who knows, man? Um, it got me fucking hype, though. Like, this shit looks so fucking sick. It comes out uh, next week um, at, at 9 o'clock. And actually, interestingly enough, they said it's going to be a uh, slightly longer episode. Uh, so it's going to be about 10 minutes Tight. longer or so. So that's pretty cool. Um, they gave you an overall synopsis um, that... And um, and Greg Gim, what's his name? Greg yeah, Gimple, yeah, yeah. is that his name? His first name. So Gimple, I know um, Gimple, sh- straight up came out and confirmed they're not going to pull a uh, Walking Dead like they've done in the past and beat around the bush. You will know by the end of episode one who who's dead and who's yeah. alive, uh, which I think is fucking sick. Like get to the point and let's start to see the aftermath of it, right? Because I. Uh, I know that was a lot of people's, you know, complaints with how the last season ended. Um, and just, uh, I know I'm I'm kind of rambling here, but the, just one last point that was made um, that I thought was interesting. They released, alongside the synopsis that they released, they also said um, that the first episode will be called The Day Will Come When You Won't Be, um, which 
uh, I found out with a little Googling here that in the first season when Rick goes uh, to the Center of Disease uh-huh. Control, he, he thanks one of the doctors there for helping them out. And after Rick says that, that he's so grateful for the opportunity to be able to leave and live, um, the doctor states to him, the day will come when you won't be. And so I thought nice. it, was, it was pretty fucking interesting that now it's full fucking circle, perfect butthole style. Nice. They're starting to tie shit in from, from season seven to season dude. one, dude. Yeah. So um, it's, it's fucking it's, – it's pretty sick, dude. Um, how, how stoked are you? Judging from just this teaser alone, how how excited are you for for next? Oh, I'm, ver- I, I'm very stoked. Um, I maintain that I think that they'll stay loyal to the comic um, with the death here, and uh, which makes me even more excited to uh, see it. Not because I won't be upset, not because I won't shed a tear. I'm sure that if they go through with it, I will cry. It wouldn't be the first time I've cried at the show. Um, but because uh, Herschel wrecked the hell out of me, uh, I'll be honest. Oh God, um, dude, fuck! Don't get me started, bro. That was fucking yeah. rough. That was that was a that was a two week period where it was a Herschel thing, and then the next week was the end of the season uh, season five of Sons of Anarchy. Um, oh, and dude. So yeah, it was yeah no, it was because then the the Sons of Anarchy thing happened and I was just like I haven't even got over Herschel yet and you motherfuckers did this, <laughs> um, so we we are I believe about to see just from things I know from you um, about to see the best that The Walking Dead has to offer, um, hands down the hands down. people didn't like season two of walking dead they unanimously other than me thought it was the weakest um and then all of a sudden they got back into it again when the governor was around and then they thought it got a little weaker after he was gone again um people like the walking dead most when they have somebody that they love to hate um yeah, when they've got their version of a supervillain. I mean, like somebody that seems invincible and he's in yeah. control. Because the show, the the premise of the show is is wrapped around the fact that you're in this world that's out of control. But Rick Grimes and his group in particular feel as if they control everything. So when that control starts to be taken from them, shit gets fucking yes. real. And I think, to your point, that's what people you know gravitate yep. towards. Exactly. Um, so, yeah, very much looking forward to what the walking dead has to offer to us this season um it'll be a good time to uh get back into tv because nothing uh, new as far as cable television's been going on really since uh since preacher ended another great amc show um and although i did um just like two seconds i watched the uh season premiere of the flash Fuck. Uh, well, I, can't even talk, so I can't even talk about that. Like, so, um, I know, I know. It's just if you're not watching The Flash, people, you're fucking up, dude. That's the that is some of the best comic book and superhero storytelling out yeah. right now. But that's that's not that's for another show. Yeah. But um, I think with that, that's uh, that'll do it this episode, right? I mean, I I think um, I don't have any more. NYC yeah. news to touch uh, on unless you got no, anything. No, good. I just want to throw a few things out there uh, uh, real quick. Um, if you are listening to the few people that do listen to us at this point in time, 
Um, we need an intro song. It's been something Danny and I have been trying to get figured out for a while now. We might have something coming down the chute, but just to open up the opportunity, if you know somebody that uh, makes hip-hop beats and can make an old-school-style hip-hop beat, something along the lines of Rage Against the Machine or the Beastie Boys or Run DMC, and they would be willing to help us out uh, at this point simply for a shout-out, um, then hit us up, let us know. Um, you can get in contact with us on Twitter and Instagram, and uh, we'll get back to you as soon as possible. Um, and then, yeah, also yeah, I yeah, got yeah. this absolutely. And oh, no, you go, go ahead. ahead, you go. No, no, no. This guy. Good. I was just gonna. This is really unimportant. I was just gonna say. I feel like if we were to ever get shirts made, once we have a few more fans, um, perfect butthole needs to be a shirt. Oh, it's been in like every episode now. Yes, like an like an image or like the text. Not an image. I don't. If we got I don't think image, I could arrange that. Weird. So I think just the the words <laughs> "perfect butthole" would have to be somewhere. I could design it if that's what you want. I'll trust me. I'll arrange it, dude. Like you just let me know. You say the words, and the perfect butthole is yours. All right. Um, but uh, just, yeah, to to piggyback on what John was saying, man. A uh, couple shameless plugs. Um, you know. Hit us up on Instagram, Twitter, drop us a line. Um, you know, if you got any feedback, any requests, whatever, man, we're here. We're um, pretty open. We stay pretty active on both. Um, so be sure to hit us up. A couple of shameless plugs as well. Um, I, for those of you that are aware that live here in Jacksonville, my brother, James Ranieri, tattoo artist here uh, in town, um, pretty big following. He's actually throwing his first uh, art show uh, this weekend. Uh, so it's October 14th, um, 7 p.m. at Rain Dogs. Uh, it's, I believe it's free. Yeah, it's free to get in. There's free beer um, until the keg runs dry. Uh, you come out, see some awesome art by local artists, maybe pick something up that you're into. Um, probably be quite a few nerd pieces there. there. A lot of those dudes are heavy into Star Wars and into shit like that. So be sure to check it out. Um, but other than that, John, uh, you got anything else? I think no, I'm good. No, we're good. We are good. Word. That's been it. We'll catch you on the flippity flop. Peace. This has been a Pool Network production. For your latest dose of movies, television, and whatever the fuck, tune in each Wednesday. And since we know you just can't get enough, don't forget to find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for information on new shows and events.